Hey there, and welcome back to the Purpose and Profit Podcast. I am your host, Jess Sato, and I am really thrilled to be here. I have spent the last week in a process of deep reflection and planning. I was away at a CEO retreat, really trying to, A, wrap up the year really well, and also plan for 2024 and specifically Q1. And that got me thinking about how do we really finish the year strong? So last week on the blog, I talked about how do we use the last six weeks of the year to really set ourselves up for success. And I gave you some ideas like really being practical and thinking about how to celebrate the successes that you've already had. I mentioned the idea of connecting with your network, planning for the year ahead, etc. And I wanted to dig into this a little bit more because I think as we get into the last chunk of the year, there is this tendency to want to just throw our hands up and say, hey, that's the end of the year. And the reality is that for many of us, we are still deep in the throes of trying to hit our financial targets. There's still impact work that needs to be done. We still have goals that we're trying to achieve. And so today I want to dig into this piece a little bit more. The fourth quarter is notorious for one of two things. Like I said, we kind of either look at our goals and say, ah, too late, not going to worry about it. We push it off to next year. Or we start panicking about how we are going to hit our goals and close out the year strong. And when we get into that panic mode, we shift into this sort of frenzy and this state of crisis. And I'll be honest, I'm not a fan of being in a state of frenzy. When I feel like I'm just like bopping around, I'm all scattered, if I have this like very desperate energy, it is very, very difficult for me to be effective. I found that crisis mode often results in sort of unfocused effort. And while it may yield some sales, it also, for me, results in a lot of frustration, feeling really overwhelmed, and just that deep sense of exhaustion. And on the other side, right, that second option, closing up shop, it is definitely appealing. And I'll be honest, I am in fact taking the last two weeks of the year off. But that's only because I will have done all the things that I know I need to do in order to set myself up for success. I'm going to be bold here and say that that closing up shop mindset, that sort of I don't know if it's too bold even to say defeatist mindset is absolutely catastrophic for your business. And here's why. Your sales and marketing activities require consistency. So your results today are a direct function of what you have done the last 90 to 120 days. So imagine come January 1, what your business would look like if you simply put on your out-of-office notification and played for the last six weeks of the year. If you didn't have any of the stuff in place in order to 
effectively take that time off so that it didn't have that kind of negative impact. So neither of these options, chuck it all till 2024 or moving into frenzy zone, neither of those are good options. So what I would love to encourage you to think about is how you can use the last six weeks of the year to really set yourself up for success without that frenzy, without the burnout, without this intense hustle. So for me, this looks like, and this is exactly what I did last week, I began by taking stock of what has really happened in the previous three quarters. Now, this may seem obvious, but part of getting out of the frenzy and really above the fray requires that you know what you have already done, where you are in relation to your goals, and what has worked up until now. It is not an exaggeration to say that this year has been incredibly hard on many of us as business owners. We've had deep, deep lulls in our sales. We've seen, you know, massive challenges with cash flow. And that has put us in many cases in a really challenging place. But I want you to take a look because you may actually find that you're not as far off from reaching your goals as you think you are. And even if you are, right, this process gives you actual data, actual insight to see how close you are to hitting those targets and giving you a realistic view of what you still need to accomplish. It's also where you get to decide if those goals are still realistic. Do they need to be pared down? Is there another approach that you could take, right? There's lots of stuff that you can do, but you can't do anything if you don't know what you're dealing with. The second area that I want to talk about is this idea of building a fast action plan. Now, fast action may seem like embracing that frenzy, but it's actually the opposite. The last six weeks of the year have a tendency to fly by, right? They're loaded down with holiday, the holidays, parties, school performances, if you have kids, other social engagements. There are tons of demands on your time. So this idea of a fast action plan is really your opportunity to take strategic, proactive action based on what you found in your taking stock exercise. You'll want to know exactly who you need to reach out to, who you should follow up with, and what you hope to accomplish. It's okay and quite honestly, super important to be realistic about what you can get done in the remaining days and weeks of the year. In last week's blog, I mentioned building in personal time. And that is not only your personal self-care time, but it's also making sure that you plot out the responsibilities and obligations you have. So all those things that are cluttering up your calendar that you want to partake in, we need to build those in so that you know exactly what your capacity looks like to do the thing that you are trying to accomplish. Here's what I want to give you permission to do. And I'm saying this for you and for me because I tend to have a pretty full calendar. I like to connect with people. It is okay to push non-revenue generating, non-impact driven work to the next year. 
just because it's on your calendar right now does not need to stay that way. You can literally take a look at your calendar and that's part of that taking stock exercise. Look at your calendar. Is the stuff that's on there of priority? Is it going to allow you to hit those strategic goals or is it a nice to have? Those nice to haves can shift. And I found a very pleasant surprise when I did this last year. People were grateful that I had reached out to take this thing that was on their calendar, just like it was on mine, and push it to the new year. Everybody is busy. It's okay to push so that you can focus on the things that are very, very important. So what are some of those things? Well, hands down, I'm always going to point you back to your marketing and sales. How are you showing up and being visible? Literally, so many businesses will actively slow down their efforts, especially in their sales and marketing. The ones who are amping it up are retailers, etc. But that doesn't mean that your potential clients are too busy for your offer or are unwilling to buy. Now, I never encourage pushy sales. I'm not a fan of that approach. But you do have to still show up. You have to be visible and you have to make an offer. People still need those offers. They still need your services. And quite frankly, you need to close sales. And in my experience, sometimes late November, early December can be the biggest revenue generating time because many, many people are looking to offload cash because of the taxes. So really think about your whole picture. What is it, again, that you need to do from a strategic perspective? And then how does that show up? How are you showing up in that? The last thing I want to mention here is your CEO time. Now, I am a massive fan of CEO time because it is hands down the time where you can consistently be checking in on the state of your business. It's where you start to prioritize all the things that need to get done week after week after week. So this piece almost always goes by the wayside and I'm going to encourage you to be diligent about keeping it on your plate. For me, CEO time is every Monday morning. Usually I block out a couple of hours. I don't always need that amount of time, but it is a dedicated chunk of time that is for me to be looking at the health of the business. It's where I look at what do I need to do to increase visibility? What do I need to do to amplify sales? Who do I need to reach out to? Who do I need to follow up with? Are there things that I can be doing? And quite honestly, sometimes I use that as creative thinking. It's where I get to problem solve and dream about what I want to come in the next year or the next quarter. So take that time and really think about and evaluate what seeds are you planting right now that will allow your business to flourish in the new year. The last thing I want to talk about is the impact side. And this is probably one of my favorite parts of the year because it's where we really get to take a look at all the impact work we've done 
and shout it to the rooftops. Like, yes, you've probably been doing that all along, but this is where you get to look at it holistically. This is where you get to decide, oh, okay, what percentage of my sales, if this is your model, for example, what percentage of my sales or my revenue or my profits, whatever, is available to me now to donate to the organizations that I want to support? Is there a way for me to practically continue to support an organization on the ground? We don't want to lose sight of all of that beautiful, rich impact work that we've been doing all year in the hustle and bustle of this end period of the year. So really think about how to take a step back. You have a lot to look forward to over the last six weeks of the year. Regardless of your strategy, this chunk of time will be instrumental to your business success in the new year. So take a moment. This is my invitation to you to take a moment, pause, be willing to take stock of what you have already done this year. Build that fast action strategic plan to help you close the gaps in whatever your business goals might happen to be. And that could include your impact goals. Show up, keep showing up and being visible. And then lastly, keep doing your CEO time. I hope this has been helpful. I hope it has been a positive invitation for you to really think about what is still to come. It doesn't have to be frenzy or close the doors. It could be strategic focused action that is prioritized in order to help you close the gaps and to push the things that are not relevant off your plate for now so that you can have the best end to this year that you possibly can. So I'll leave you like I always do. Be bold, be brave, and go make an impact.